Welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, the go-to source for Canadian entrepreneurs and business leaders. Join us as we dive deep into the heart of Canada's business community, bringing you inspiring stories, cutting-edge insights, and practical advice from our nation's brightest minds in marketing, innovation, leadership, and tech. Whether you're launching a startup or scaling your enterprise, our mission is to empower your journey with wisdom that makes a difference. Let's grow together, right here, right now. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Maheen, and welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, where in every episode, we center our discussions around a crucial aspect of our communities, the small businesses. Small businesses are the backbone of our economy, embodying the spirit of innovation, entrepreneurship, and the power of human connection. They not only bring unique products and services to our neighborhoods, but also create local jobs and foster community growth. And supporting local businesses is just not a purchase, it's an investment in our shared future. Today, we delve into the world of e-commerce and how small businesses can thrive in digital marketplaces. We'll explore lots, we'll explore the strategies for success on Amazon, on platforms like Amazon, understanding omni-channel approaches and managing online pricing dynamics. Our guest today is Don Thompson, the founder and CEO of Beacon Commerce, an expert in e-commerce strategy, product management and business development. Don has been guiding light for startup and scale-up companies across Canada, and with over 25 years of experience, he has honed his skills in top Fortune 100 organizations including Amazon, BlackBerry, and GE. As a mentor and business advisor at Canadian accelerators like Innovation Guelph and the Accelerator Centre, Don is a wellspring of knowledge and experience. Beacon Commerce, under his leadership, helps businesses shine on Amazon, offering strategies for product configuration, pricing and position, positioning and promotion. Join us as we dive into the intricacies of e-commerce and uncover insights that can transform the way small businesses operate in the digital realm. Good afternoon, Don, and welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. How are you today? Great. Thank you very much for that uh, warm intro. It's an honor to have you here with us, uh, Don. And, you know, to begin our discussion, we'd love to kind of know a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey, which is quite unique. I mean, it's filled with lessons. It's filled with challenges and milestones that shape, I mean, not only you, but every entrepreneur's journey and their vision and approach to business as well. And understanding the journey, you know, it can be incredibly inspiring and educational for our listeners, especially those embarking on their own entrepreneurial paths. So, Don, let's uh, let's hear your thoughts. Can you share with us your entrepreneurial journey? What motivated you to start Beacon Commerce and what were some of the pivotal moments or challenges you faced along the way? Yeah, no, great. And so it's interesting because I started my career with an engineering degree of all things, and now I'm doing digital marketing stuff with with Amazon and others. And, you know, I worked in high tech, you know, high corporate environments for 25 years and really wanted to sort of chart my own course. I relocated down to the U.S. during my time with Amazon, lived and worked in Silicon Valley, and came back to Canada roughly about nine years ago now, and started looking at ways to help the small business ecosystem in you know the area I'm in, Guelph, and the whole Kitchener-Waterloo, the Waterloo-Toronto corridor. There's a lot of great innovation going on. And started to you know work with these small businesses that had new products, new ideas, that just struggled to get traction and, and interest. Mm-hmm. So really what happened was people started asking me, hey, you worked at Amazon. Do you know how to put things on Amazon? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. Doesn't everybody? And I quickly learned they didn't. And that's what opened up the opportunity for me to open up the Beacon Commerce as really a way for me to help 
Canadian brands get onto the digital shelf in Canada, really work towards their budgets that are going to be effective for them to be in Canada, and eventually export to the US and other places around the world with their products. But it's this crawl, walk, run approach that I really kind of worked on with the small businesses to make sure that they're part of the journey every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And so the pivotal moment, moment for me was COVID. Pre-COVID, I had you know six clients. There were two, three of us, some, some gig workers overseas. And every person I had helped previous to COVID said, oh my God, can you help this person, help this person, help this person? And now I have 15 full-time people and we do this every day. And so it was really the the COVID opportunity that, that opened it up for, for me and Beacon. We love the inspiration and motivation behind finding the platform Beacon Commerce. Now, Don, reflecting on your journey, what key piece of advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs, especially those that are looking to enter the e-commerce space and how can they really prepare for challenges and opportunities they might encounter? Yeah, I think, you know, that the biggest thing, certainly what happened with with COVID, with everyone having to really move to online sales, is it became this gold rush. And people really believe that they could just make money in any way, and they can buy product and sell product. And the the economic model just wasn't necessarily there. And so when we think about bringing new entrepreneurs into an e-commerce ecosystem, and Amazon in particular, making sure that you know your numbers and you're, you're laser focused on that level of profitability that's required to be successful. Everything from the cost of goods, the shipping, the duty, but also the sellout fees and advertising and return handling. It is quite complex. And a lot of people during COVID kind of forgot that it was it could be that complicated. And so ultimately, you know, we want to make sure that you know your numbers before you just dive into the e-commerce space, because it's not always the right path out of the gate for for your particular brand. Mm -hmm. No, thank you so much for sharing these personal insights and valuable lessons with our audience. I mean, your journey is not just a story of business success. I mean, from what we've heard from you, it's, it's it's truly a testament to perseverance, to adaptability and visionary thinking. Now, Don, let's turn our focus towards Amazon Marketplace success uh, that, you know, we want, would love to dive into the heart of e-commerce, specifically Amazon. I mean, it's a great platform that's reshaping the retail world. And uh, many of our listeners are eager to understand how they can also carve about their own space in this vast marketplace. Based on your extensive experience, Don, what are the essential strategies you would recommend for small businesses aiming to establish a profitable presence on Amazon? Yeah. So when when I start with a new client, it's we always start with with profit and knowing our numbers. And, and it's really important that we know that because Amazon has its own channel costs and, you know, channel pitfalls that we have to deal with. So knowing our numbers really well is important. We may find that because of the selling fees or even our cash flow, if we're trying to go into a retail strategy for an omni-channel approach, what ends up happening is I have to put my $1,000 I have into a bucket. It can't be spread out across buckets. And so we want to make sure that we have good understanding, the timeline that we have to bring and make profit from our products. Ultimately, when we're looking at bringing that small business into Amazon, even if you just register your brand with Amazon, it'll pay dividends in the future because it allows you to protect your brand presence on Amazon. There's many times where I talk to potential new clients where they say they want to start selling on Amazon. And I look and I say, well, somebody is already selling your product on Amazon. And so they didn't know that. 
and they're looking at old packaging, they're looking at a price that is different from what they're expecting to sell in other retail channels, and it just causes a major, major heartburn. So we want to make sure that end of the day, you've registered your brand, you've logged it with Amazon, and we look at the numbers to make sure it makes sense for you to sell on Amazon today or in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, in view of these strategies, what are some common pitfalls, Don, that you've observed that businesses should be wary of when starting out on Amazon? Yeah, a, lo- a lot of a lot of it is kind of we got to look before we leap. Meaning, just putting your stuff up on Amazon can be a major problem. There are various rules and regulations that we have to adhere to. I have a lot of clients who do food products. I have a lot of clients who do natural health supplements. And there's a lot of different pitfalls required for those. Everything from your your manufacturer all the way to, you know, do you have Health Canada approval for the various claims you're making? And so it's really easy for someone who's selling a Health Canada approved supplement to say the wrong things in their copy on Amazon and the listing gets shut down. And so making sure that you're, you know, talking to an expert, doing your research and and kind of staying away from those landmines that are there, if you don't have experience with it, it can be very frustrating and also very expensive. Right. Now, thank you, Don, for you know, I mean, your insights really provide a clear roadmap for small businesses to really navigate the complexities of Amazon, highlighting both the opportunities and the challenges. Now, let's uh, kind of delve deeper into the omni-channel strategy. I mean, the modern consumer really expects a seamless shopping experience across all platforms, and mastering an omni-channel strategy is becoming increasingly important for businesses of all sizes. Don, how can small businesses effectively integrate Amazon into their existing direct-to-consumer or brick and mortar models to create a cohesive omni-channel strategy. Yeah, the the omni-channel strategy is is so important because just as as you and I are shoppers, we go to the store, we see a product. There's a couple things we do. One is is it the right price? You know, do I think I'm getting the right deal? And two, what do other people think about that product? And mm-hmm. they go to Amazon. They scan the UPC, they go to Amazon and they check it out. And so we have to have, even if we're in a brick and mortar store, we have to have a presence on Amazon because that's the default Kleenex brand of digital shopping, right? Just like Shopify is kind of in Canada, at least the digital brand for all things website, even though there are dozens of others in Canada, Amazon is your place. So we want to make sure that we have that presence that makes our brand look appropriate, that we have a good star rating on our products. And if we have resellers who are not serving the customer properly, then that star rating could be impacted, which means the customer in retail may hesitate buying your product off the shelf. So Mm -hmm. really thinking about that whole view is an important part of being strategic with an omni-channel strategy. Because what'll happen is if we don't take care of the digital kind of shelf, we're going to end up losing sales in retail because most people shop with a phone in their hand while they're buying it with their other hand. Mm-hmm. No, your expertise in blending you know, various retail channels into a unified strategy offers uh, invaluable guidance for our listeners today, Don. But like to build on to this, like, can you provide an example of a business that has successfully managed this integration and what lessons can our listeners learn from their journey? Yeah, absolutely. We've spent a lot of time with a wonderful lady, Erin Wellness from Vancouver, and she has a whole line of products, natural health products targeting women and various various women's needs. 
And when I first started with her about two years ago, Amazon wasn't something that she was selling on, but her products were listed. And she kept getting phone calls from her retailers to say, hey, why is it $11.99 on Amazon when you're telling me I have to sell it for $24.99? And so really had to work with her to clean out the channel to make sure that any of the resellers, any of the distribution partners really had a minimum advertisement pricing policy and that they respected it. And so over time, we clean things up. And now when a customer goes into a Goodness Me or a Whole Foods and sees the product for $24.99, they are checking Amazon because we can see the data that shows that they're, we're getting traffic for those things. And they can choose how they want to buy. But ultimately, they're looking at the star ratings and checking pricing. So it's a really important thing, you know, certainly for her, she has a lot of great products, a lot of SKUs, and a lot of resellers buying the product. And we have to make sure that it's cleaned up enough such that customers aren't going to hesitate when they're buying the product at shelf. They could trust the reviews and they can also trust the pricing. Absolutely. And you know, that kind of opens up uh, another uh, topic in place in our conversation right now, Don, that we'd love to discuss and learn more about pricing and distribution management as well. I mean, navigating the intricacies of pricing and distribution on Amazon can be a bit of a daunting task for many small business owners. And getting this right is crucial for maintaining profitability and brand integrity. What are your top recommendations for small businesses to effectively manage their pricing, their resellers and distributors on Amazon? on yeah so you know step one is is we have to be aware and know that they're actually there you know again when i talked to a lot of small businesses initially they didn't even know their product was being sold on amazon and they don't recognize who the reseller names are they just they just it's a blind spot and so we have to kind of shed light on that so being aware that your product, if you're selling through a distribution partner, is going to end up on Amazon. That's just the nature of the way the game works. And so what we have to ensure is that we have a minimum advertised pricing policy that controls where things go in the channel so that nobody feels like they're getting the short end of the stick. You know, a retailer, a brick and mortar retail retailer has invested a lot of money. They've got a lot of time. They've got people. They have lights and hydro they have to pay for. And so there has to be margin in that in that sale for it to make sense in retail. Similarly to Amazon, there's a lot of other overhead fees that have to be paid for. At the end of the day, everyone can make money. And, and that's the whole point is that we can actually work this so that everyone makes money rather than just one person driving the pricing down to a point where nobody makes money, nobody's happy, and then it ends up getting delisted from from your retailer, retail partner. And that's not what we want. So being aware of that, making sure that somebody is monitoring what your Amazon presence looks like so that you can then take proactive action to ensure that your brand is being appropriately represented. That's incredibly valuable advice, Don. Are there any specific tools or best practices you advise for maintaining control over these aspects in the dynamic Amazon marketplace? Yeah, so the, there are some tools that that you can buy. And depending on the size of your portfolio, you know, there's some clients that I have that, you know, they have one or two products. And so with one or two products, you can have that manually done. It's go in once a week, check it out. There are some tools, you know, funny name, camel, 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 <laughs> and it's, it's a, it's a great little tool 
that you can actually track product pricing to see when it goes down and get alerts uh, to your to your email. And so that's that's kind of a, a very simple tool that you know is totally free. The Camel Camel Camel. If you have a lot of SKUs, a lot of you know a lot of products out there, we may have to talk about you know pay per month tools that are out there. But ultimately, I would check out the Camel 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 and and set up some pricing alerts so that if you see your product go below the price that you expected it to you can at least now go shed a light on it to see what's happening right no you're right understanding the nuances of pricing and distribution management is key to the successful amazon strategy and your expertise clearly lights the way now you know staying ahead in the business is often you know it really involves being a part of a larger initiatives and taking advantage of new opportunities as we are you know almost concluding our conversation today uh, don you know we would like to hear about the innovative ways beacon commerce is supporting small businesses can you tell us more about the national competition for small businesses to get onto amazon and any additional support and initiatives you have in the pipeline and how can interested and in small businesses get involved with it yeah, no, and this is something that I've been noodling over with my uh, my marketing help. Stacy's been wonderful, and we really wanted to see how can we help more Canadian companies get onto Amazon and and start that journey. And so we were looking at different ways, and and we thought let's do a competition. And competition, I don't want it to sound too you know out there, but it's ultimately we want companies who want to begin that journey onto Amazon to work with us. And we're putting together various packages. One package and kind of the grand prize is six months of service from us. We're going to get you up on Amazon and ultimately run that account for six months for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a total 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 value of $20,000. And what that allows us to do is to help you through that journey and see. And we're working out all the different supplemental prizes, but taking a look at, is Amazon a channel for you that you can make profit from? Or is it a marketing channel where we just need to make sure we maintain the uh, presence of the brand? But we're going to be launching this. We're working with a number of different national agencies to, to do this through various government organizations because there are grant funding. There's different opportunities for these entrepreneurs to begin this digital journey and then eventually export into other larger markets like the U.S. and beyond. That is a fantastic news for our small business community, Don. And drawing from your rich experience, on a final note, what pivotal piece of advice would you offer to those embarking on their entrepreneurial journey, particularly in the e-commerce sector? Yeah, I think it's... I I was just meeting with a, a gentleman yesterday where we were talking about some new products that he wants to launch. And... When we're talking, I'm going, I f- I'm feeling like he's falling in love with the product, not necessarily falling in love with the opportunity. He really loves this product, but we got to make sure that we're taking a look at the business case for the product in the marketplace. Just because you like this thing doesn't necessarily mean others are going to like it. And so we want to get some data and there's some great digital tools that we can use, whether it's through Instagram, run some ads. See if we can, you know, for $100, see if we can get some clicks and some interest before we go and invest in buying inventory and spinning up a whole uh, line of product. It's really important to kind of test and learn before we just, you know, kind of belly flop in to the to the e-commerce pool. Oh, uh, Don, you're 
Aubrey, I mean, your efforts to creating you know, opportunities, they're truly commendable. And I'm sure our listeners will be eager to participate in all these, you know, supporting initiatives that you have in Pipeline and the works. And uh, thank you for sharing your insights and expertise with us here, Don. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been great. As we wrap up today's episode, we'd like to extend our heartfelt thank you to Don Thompson for joining us and shedding light on the dynamic world of e-commerce for small businesses. We've discussed key strategies for success on Amazon, the importance of omni-channel approaches, and effective pricing management. These insights are crucial for any small business looking to mark looking to make a mark in the digital marketplace. We also would like to extend our thanks to our partners, RBC, UPS, and Zero. And to our listeners, don't forget to subscribe to the Canadian SME Small Business Magazine for more insights and resources. Visit our website, canadiansme.ca, to stay updated. Until next time, keep supporting local businesses and nurturing the entrepreneurial spirit within our communities. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. Your support fuels our passion for empowering Canadian businesses. Don't miss out on our next episode, filled with fresh perspectives and actionable strategies. Subscribe at canadiansme.ca and be part of a community that's shaping the future of Canadian business. Until next time, keep innovating, growing, and making a difference.